bonjour. It's a different approach, Gav. It's, it's not your usual. We're back. We're back, episode 20. We're joined with Kieran Murray, Jordan Murray, Scott Frank and David Daly. Together, together, they form that sound like Transformers. Uh, Arcade <laughs> State. How are you, chaps? Aye, great, mate. Good. Magic, good, good, nah, good. Thanks for having us Mented. on. Oh, thanks for being on. Where is your at the same time? Aye. Aye, I know. <laughs> You're actually becoming quite a big deal, according to the, the numbers that you've sent out, mate, to Spotify, yeah? The statistics, they don't lie, do they? Stats. They don't. I just tend not to look at mine because, but we'll scaff, sorry. Because they definitely lie. <laughs> um, I, I, I look at them about 15 times a day and they never seem to change. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, uh, you will help us. <laughs> oh, aye, big time. 100%. Four handsome individuals like that. And vice versa. Oh. You can help us. <laughs> Because we count as four. Bye, so. He didn't say you were handsome. Yeah, just, I don't mean. He didn't go, Kenny. I don't think we need to just take the uh, Thanks, mate. The first time I've had a compliment on this podcast. Well, so, <laughs> appreciate it. So, uh, but aye, thanks for coming on, guys. As I say, we're just going to um, dive in with some questions for you. Um, we'll talk quite a lot about what you've planned for the future. What he's done so far, um, how he's grown and stuff like that. So, um, I so we'll just start off then. Um, so first of all, fairly well, relatively new, uh, new band, but um, brought some decent tunes. You've just released a new song um, called Fall. Um, was that was what two weeks ago? Was Friday. The Friday was it Friday? Friday, mate. Friday, bro. Bye. Pretty good response um, so far to the. Um, well, the stats tell it, as we said. So, you've kind of posted it on, on social media and stuff. Was it 551 views in 24 hours or something like that? Yeah, just about to cross 1,000 now. Wow. Video is nearly 2K. 2K views on the video. The video? So 1K on Spotify. Where's the video? The on YouTube? Video's on Facebook. Video's on Facebook. So, you can do it on Facebook now as well? Yeah. Wow. Oh. The video so, on Facebook, it was filmed by my friend from the airport, Greg Conn. I think you've played football with him, Kenny. I've played football with Greg. 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 So what a he's guy. done the video for it, and he, it was quite uh, last minute on it, it was quite rushed. Uh, rushed. So well. I think he's done quite a good job, considering the, the time limit, and there was like literally no concept or anything like that. So you That's class. You stunned up in the middle of the woods. <laughs> and recorded the video in the words with the, the funkiest shot I could find and no, the, no the first time <laughs> no <laughs> oh definitely who, not can we uh, Peter Pan's shoes that's me not <laughs> class <laughs> not class man did you give him them back I love it no they're mine not them man no they're yours so you looked so, at the videos I sent you of Dave's outtakes Oh, aye, 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 100%. <laughs> Your boots, man! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, chaps, what we'll, what we'll do, um, if we can just start off, we'll go to Jordan and Kieran, um, and if you can just kind of explain what um, role in the band you have. First of all, you are brothers, so yes, be yes. nice to each other, mate, be nice. Well, since it's no on a football pitch, I think we're fine. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, horrible to each other on the football pitch, yeah. <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> Very much. 
Can I just say actually before we move into the to the intros, you first time I met Jordan when you say morning off at off pitch. The first time I met you, Jordan, we um, we played sevens up at Scotston. And for the for I met you before it, nicest guy can, as can be, really pleasant, going to football pitch and him and Ferry just shouted at each other oh, for man. the whole it's, hour on the pitch. Just heaven heaven and hell. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, I want to be in heaven. So why be that guy? <laughs> so Jordan, which what's your role? We'll start with yourself, what's your role in the band? I play the drums. Play the drums, right. What about yourself, Kieran? I'm a guitarist and vocalist. Nice. Good singer, then. Uh, Scott? I'm uh, keys and uh, backing vocals. Right. And yourself, David? I'm a cup with the bass. Clap in the bass! Do you know how sound nice and serious that was up until David got a shot? <laughs> <laughs> I like it lighthearted. Like, uh, I, like, I like it lighthearted. Like nah, but I, I play the best. Oh, we'll, we'll talk about when I went through studios later on, because um, that was a nice experience. Ah, I was raging right, so, we've all, we've all said your names. We've all said what you play. So this is just going to be, we'll go for, we'll go Kieran, Jordan, Scott, David, just because the ways are on my screen. It's no, it's no, no favouritism towards anybody. Uh, quick answers, no messing about. Right. This is like a chase, man. Uh, and, and if you answer them wrong, it'll be fine because nobody will know unless they know you first. <laughs> right. So, Kieran, where are you from? Glasgow. Jordan. Aye, Glasgow. Scott. Air. David. Playbag. Absolutely fantastic. This sounds like I'm giving you some sort of examination. But... <laughs> I know, man. Karen. Right, so we all know what instruments you play. How long he's been playing them for, Kieran? Ten years. Ten. Jordan. Is it, man? Fucking hell. Uh, for, for probably about 14, 15 years. Scott. Uh, Real long. Five years. Lovely. David. About six years. Six years. So you're. you're uh, no, you'll know the baby. He's only 12. <laughs> he's only 12. <laughs> <laughs> get minors. Put <laughs> him in his base bag to get him in the gigs. Right. How many bands have you played in? That's my first. Jordan? Yeah, I've played in a few, probably four or five. Skeet? I'm about 15. Wow. Nice, nice. David? Uh, for myself as well. Nice, nice. Um, You're welcome, okay. mate. Finish your um, uh, medical. How far can <laughs> Arcade State go? Quite far, I'd say, aye. Got potential, that's for sure. Right, Jordan? I would agree we've got potential, but we need to work hard. Aye. Don't want to be big he did or anything like that. Just need to put in the work in the studio and keep, keep the content coming on social media and stuff. And just hopefully people keep giving us the support. Lovely. Very well. That sounds like you've been PR trained, didn't it? That was beautiful. <laughs> Scott? I just um, refining refining the sound of what we've got the now. And um, I'm just, I'm only two days into the band, like, so uh, refining everything about it and then making sure that we've got a show that's going to Blow your face clean off your face. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. That's the kind of chat I want. This is what I want on here all the time. Right, David, top bat. 
I think we can go over the horizons, mate. We inside joke for you. We inside joke for you, mate. You made that last night, Dave. I was sitting for weeks, man. As soon as I said what we were going on, that's that was it. Man. <laughs> so explain the inside joke because Gavin doesn't get it. Oh, you see. Yeah, you need to let it outside. Kieran used to be called Horizons. I'm always the <laughs> So when when was the first time obviously Scott you've um you just obviously knew you were into the band? Was it the first time you all played together? Was that when Kenny came and watched? Yeah, it was the second. Second, second I. So when when was the first time you actually got together, all you and had a proper session? Uh, the, the week before that there. Yeah. Right. And it's because Kenny, when obviously Kenny can talk about it now, but when you went, you said like Kenny was texting me through it and stuff like that afterwards, and he's like, it's mental because you just sound as if you've always been together, do you know what I mean? Or it's been longer than what it has been. And do you think because you're all kind of fairly established in what you play and stuff like that, do you think you can go like into any situation and just slowly, well, very quickly actually? Just kind of settle in because you know what you're doing, you know what everybody else knows what they're doing, all that kind of thing. Is it a lot easier to, to just fit in? I feel quite comfortable in, in my ability to play the drums. So I feel like I could go into most bands and at least put a good performance in. And I think uh, Scott and David, as I've only played with them, what is it, like nine hours in total? Aye. Nine hours in total. And it's, it's, it's just, it's just came naturally. Like, Four gifted, four gifted musicians are just playing together, and it just it just clicked straight away. And I, I did. It's was sounding good. It's sounding quite good I, so far. What I was saying when I came out of the studio was like, how long have you been playing? It was I sounded very 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 good. It sounds as if you have been together for a lot, a lot longer than I was. <coughs> I mean, it sounds as if you. It's actually only six hours we've been playing together. Six hours. Six hours. Six hours. So not even a full a full shift. Really, is it? It's a full, a full working man shift. Oh, yes. Kieran's hey. back. Kieran's got a fact for you. Kieran, give a fact, go. Well, in, a, in bands, normally a week, there's like 100 odd hours a week. I don't know the exact number. There's 100 odd hours a week. So, realistically, a band's only going to get in to rehearse two times a week for three hours at a time. So, six hours of the week is only 2% of the week. So, you've only got 2% of the week to practice. Mental when you think it that way. A great was fact, isn't it? There's, there's just a bunch of wee guys trying to play football outside and they're getting really angry with each other, guys. I thought I heard somebody's... something going on there, man. I saw your face, Scott. I'm not here. It's not me. <laughs> it's not... I, love, just... I live out in the bad country, man. Like, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Grabbing Kenny, the chainsaw and whipping it about. Yes, mate. Here's a question for you, right? I know we're here to talk about the guys, um, but have you, well, one, have you ever been here in a studio before when somebody's been performing? Have I been in a studio before? Ah. Uh, no, watching, no. Watching oh, sorry, I did. I did when Jordan was in Elan Fu. I watched them record the. Did you? Uh, is it an EP, wasn't it? Aye, it was an Aye. EP. I remember I watched them playing it. Record oh, that, sorry. What, what was the experience like for you? Was it just weird to it be was, in there? And... Aye, uh, it was just weird because it wasn't them all playing together. It was the, the individual parts getting kind of pieced together and recorded at a, a very good level as opposed to just them jamming and practicing songs it was weird so I've seen both sides of the coin I've seen a band in a studio practicing and also was lucky enough to see Jordan Tam Ferry record their EP yeah brilliant see for you guys um, we'll go with Scott first what's, what's the most enjoyable 
thing about being in the studio for yourself? Um, <clears throat> like um, working out the vocal harmonies, man. Right. I love uh, I love uh, singing with other people. So, and most of the bands I've been in, I've always been the the lead singer, and um, it's nice just to focus on the harmonies for a change. It's right. like what I love doing is like. I I just think like having a a band the the harmonies like fit really well, it just really brings the performance to like a whole new level, man. Yeah. If you're watching when you're watching bands and it's just the one singer all the time, um, regardless of how like talented that person is, like you want you feel like you need something more. That's why a lot of singers who have bandmates that don't sing like they use backing tracks. So yeah. that they've got the harmonies coming through because you need it. You you need it to put on that kind of performance. It gives it, so that's extra, it gives an extra wee five or ten percent in it when you listen to somebody when they've got yeah. backing vocals. Oh, Definitely. Aye. Even even Ed Sheeran, I know I pure love him, I can't get enough of him. He uh, he records when he's using his loop pedal, he records backing vocals. Aye. But even when he's aye. performing, so he, even even regardless of yourself or no. We think Ed Sheeran is a sponsor on this podcast, because I think we mentioned it. He takes me the other day. He texts me, he says, Connie Stoke, Connie just, get, get a bye, they gave me a Connie bye Stoke, name. Connie Stoke, I start buying me. Aye. <laughs> Aye. Aye. Right, what, what about yourself, David? What's the best uh, thing about being in the studio for yourself? See, when you get a new idea or song finished, and it's like you finish on the last note, and everybody's just looking at it, thinking this is last mate. That's, <laughs> that's my favourite bit of it. <laughs> my favourite bit. Right, Jordan and uh, Kieran, you've had a wee bit of time to think about it now, so top it. What's it for you? Mine's is probably the same as Dave's, man. See, when you're working on a, a new song, it's like you just know that it's a good <coughs> song. Like, as yeah. soon as you start playing it and it comes together, you just know. That's that's the best feeling, you know you've brought a good song. Yeah, it's a what, hard what about it's coming a, up with the idea for a song? Is, is, that no, is that no just as exciting? Or are you no sure about a new song? Because you don't know. You're no never sure product. about a song that you're writing until you've took it into the studio. Really? Oh, oh I. Right, Jordan. I think probably for Kieran, who obviously he, he's writing all the songs at the moment, so he'll have a he'll have a vision when he writes the song, eh, how he thinks it's going to sound. So he'll have like any seed how the drums are going to sound and how the bass goes sound, etc. Yeah. Never works. It never way. goes that way. I think. <laughs> we've, all got our, we've obviously all got, all got our own ideas and how we think it should Something sound. Should sound. And obviously, we're usually we're usually spot on. We individually what we play and when you yep. piece it together and as David and Kieran said when you play a when you play a song and you finish and you just you just start looking at each other because you know uh, you've just created something and uh, when you get a feeling then creating a new song and you know how good it is it's gonna be uh, mm-hmm. see when you see when you said that there about Kieran writing the songs and stuff like that Kieran we've um we've had a couple of podcasts now obviously we had one with Tam uh, who used to write songs and stuff like that we had a girl on uh, for episode 19, Angelica, who, uh, who's trying to make it, obviously, a singer-songwriter as well. And we've, we've kind of spoke about the, the process of writing songs and how, how, you, how it actually comes about. Aye. Would you probably agree? So basically what they said is it's a lot more, like, see when you sit down and you try and write a song, you nine yeah. times out of ten, you're just not going to do it. Uh, would you say yeah, the yeah. same? It's, it's all about ideas. Normally if I'm out at the shop and I come in, <laughs> to the shop, then my head just goes bang, or there's an idea, so you kind of just got to go and 
get the guitar out and start trying to write that way. So oh, about Monster Munch and all that? Monster Munch. Monsters. Trousers, man. What about yourself, Scott? Have you, have you wrote songs? <clears throat> not for not for Arcade State, no. No. But you, but previously, is your process? I, I, I write, is your process I write, the same uh, as everybody else's? No, no, I write every day. Um, so like wow. I've got like a like a structure to my writing. So I started off like that, and um, uh, I was like that for years. And then like, kind of two or three years ago, I started like writing every day, like setting aside kind of half an hour to write every day. And uh, since then, I find it easier to kind of piece together like where I want a song to go. Um, but I much prefer. Uh, kind of taking somebody else's like if somebody's like like for example like one of the songs that Kieran's written if he brings it into the studio like I get my kind of joy for taking that the thing that he's written to the next level uh-huh. Uh-huh. you know what I mean and then it gets, it's almost as if like John will bring it in uh, uh, Kieran will bring it in and then it gets passed to the rhythm section and then it comes to me and uh-huh. then and then then it's one. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's it's never just each each thing individually is never just one thing. It's all it's got to be all together. And uh, my favourite part of that is just kind of cement it all together and trying to trying to lift it. So what what's this actual kind of start to finish process? I take it it changes a wee bit. So like, say Kieran comes in, he's written lyrics. Did then does, did David? Do you come in and say, oh, I could if he starts maybe singing it? Do you then come up with some sort of music and then John will play in and how does it work? I think so far the way I've done it with the bass parts, I wait until I hear what kind of chords Kieran will be playing along with. I think that's fair to say that's how it's gone. Apart from one of the new ones, uh, the rabbit hole. Uh, We've got, I think I just kind of hear, like, hear make a trendy bass line. I was like, oh, here you go, mate. They liked it, mate. So. And see for yourself, uh, Kieran, what... Do you tend to write music through? Um, would you play a, like play a couple of chords and then try and fit the, the words into it, or would you write the words first? And uh, it's most of the time it's a I'll write down a wee guitar part and then try by build, build like a melody and then lyrics and yep. stuff in that guitar part. So Brilliant. most and of them are like that. George just turns up, bash the drums, goes bash bash bosh, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. You make it sound you make it sound easy. It does look, <laughs> see when you when you play it, it does look easy. Like that's years, a sign years, of good years ago, like I, I must have been about ten years ago. Jordan used to have drums in your room, eh? Oh, aye. But I've heard I tried to hear Jordan play drums a few times. I thought your neighbours must have fucking yeah, hated you, man. I know they they probably did, but the good thing is that I don't. You never to... gave a fuck. <laughs> I didn't really. I didn't care, right? Because I wanted. To, I wanted to get better. At the drums, and the good thing is, my mom, she she supported it. So uh-huh. obviously, she was like, as long as you play at appropriate times, there's never a, an appropriate time to play the drums in the house. No, no, I mean, but obviously, you try and try and play at an appropriate time, whatever that may be. But she always supported it, so I felt, I felt good about that. I felt comfortable playing them. Oh, and here's a here's a good question. Jink, that's how you're so good at them because you had that time to do that. Not a lot of people have that. I, I, don't, I don't think I don't think a lot of people like when I was obviously like 16, 17 would have been allowed like a full 
acoustic drum kit in the house. Okay? <laughs> not a drum kit. You'd have to get one of the wee electric ones that you plug in and you can... Oh, there's David. Uh-huh. David's showing off his... Aye, so I just, I just, <laughs> just put my, my earphones in and just try and play a lanky, like, songs. Aye. And I, I, just, I just got better. One time I was I was in Jordan's and he went, tell me any song. Tell me any song and I'll play it. <laughs> True to form, man. I think I'd seen about seven, eight songs and, and it was, man. Just bashing it out. Were they, were they all Ed Sheeran songs, I know. I just dropped the sticks and went <laughs> the idea about music, mate. I'm away. <laughs> but yeah. no, um, you tried to teach me how to play the drums, Gav. I played the drums in nice school, one. I know, I know. Uh, but we're not talking about you, they never talk about me. So you tried to, tried to teach me how to. I also play the drums in school. Ah, you've done a lot better, I get, mate. I get told it was crap. Oh, did you? So obviously, you had uh, Tam on the podcast. Uh huh. Yeah. So I'm, I was the exact same mindset as him. Aye, I was gonna yeah, if somebody's going to tell me I'm crap at something, I'm going to prove them wrong. So I, I, I have with the drums. So oh, I can't remember the guy's name, Mr. Dodson. Get it up me. <laughs> <laughs> How do you like me now? <laughs> <laughs> but I, You're in the band. <laughs> uh, um, Jordan. Gave me about a five minute lesson. He went, mate, you've you've no coordination. It's just no, it's not going to happen. And I, I said, that's fine, mate. I'm I'm quite happy with me being absolutely atrocious at this. It was <laughs> so difficult. And look, and look to try at where you're now. I know, I know. I'm standing here drum kitless and <laughs> just just talking to you about you're your running a, a podcast. R- uh, Gab's running it. I just no, no, join. Join venture. Aye. Here's a question. So. We'll start off with David. What, what's just what's the earliest memory you have? Was it the instrument you're playing just now, or what your, uh, your earliest musical memory? Instrument yeah. memory. First proper guitar I got. Uh, I don't know. I think I must have been about eight or something. And I just expect it was just like a weekend of like one of Fender kind of rip off models. I think it was like a, I think it was called an elevation or something. Just basic black and white guitar strap model. Now I picked up and I just expected to be amazing at it <laughs> and also I was like well I don't know how to do it and guitar isn't for me and I put it away for years until I watched it's tragic to say but I re-watched School of Rock when I was about 11 oh, I was like what, yes, what a film nah, mate, I'm, I'm playing guitar again that was that like, cracking aye you know, brilliant funny basic Blink-182 songs learning power chords and then I was like nah I'll work with this <laughs> <laughs> so what about yourself Scott uh, I started off with saxophone, man. Wow. Oh, jazz wow. hands. I was, I was, uh, I was obsessed <laughs> with like, what fucking um, Bruce Springsteen and stuff like that when I was younger, and I just thought that, like, MD that's got a saxophone, like, they, that's just how they play. It's just, that's right. just how they play. And then once I start, once I started getting into it, and then. Uh, my teacher that I had was like mad classical saxophonist man, so like he didn't even like jazz music, he didn't like blues music, he didn't like rock or anything. It was just like classic all the way, and I wasn't allowed to play anything like that, anything that I wanted to play really. And I was so young at the time, I was only maybe like 12 year old, so I didn't really want to say, well, get out of you. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so that it just completely put me off playing the saxophone, man. Like completely put me off. I thought about maybe picking it up, picking it back up, but I've I've got enough in my plate at the moment. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'll keep I, focusing on this band, boy. Uh, 
Or, but, but, or work the saxophone into the band. Just be like, this would sound pure cool. And work. <laughs> Christ, I need to relearn it all, man. I've still got one. I've still got a saxophone, like, but um, oh no, man. That's your earliest memory. That's class, man. I didn't expect that to come out your mouth at all, though. No, not at all. Because you, you automatically just assume what. That's the, you, that, that one instrument aye, that person's playing just now they've always aye, played. Aye. Aye. No, yeah. Well, be, be yourself. Oh, sorry, mate, on you go. No, no, I'm. It's just a game of my great comment there. Oh, really? Right, right. That was a smashing Thanks. comment, man. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks, Bob. Appreciate it. <laughs> Jordan, earliest instrument memory? Drums? Uh, probably, to be honest, uh, high school with Tam. So Tam was always into guitar and singing. So I just thought, I always thought drums was cool anyway and cooler. Ah. So I just tried tried to start playing the drums and uh, we decided to start a, a wee band. We were terrible, absolutely terrible. <laughs> but uh, it was good. It was good fun. I had fun in school. Like you, you think you're cool, but we were, I, was, I was crap at the start. Oh, you were cool, man. Cool. Jordan, see, see when you thought about like obviously learning it in school, right? Because as I say, I, I done them in school. See when you were trying to learn them, did is it the same way? It probably was for me. So you had to, if whatever class you were in, say it was like a foundation or a general or whatever. Mm. Do you do you get a list of songs that you pick for, and you work towards your exam or? Uh, it was the, the songs were picked for you, and it was right. it was obviously you had to read the drum music. I can't I couldn't do that either. I can't, I can't read can't read drum music. Aye. Well, it's I funny. Couldn't, I couldn't back then anyway. I, I don't even know if I could try, but I, I just I just wanted to play. I just wanted to play. I just wanted to hit them back then. Aye. It's funny um, you say about no reading music though, because there's quite a lot of musicians that like no got an interest in doing it. Like Dave Grohl, he said he doesn't he doesn't know any guitar. He knows the chords obviously to play them, but if somebody said you know play a fucking GC or whatever, he he would they process that in his brain. He just needs to watch it or listen. I to it. I have no clue. I think the only one in this band that has really got a clue is uh, Scott. <laughs> I have no got a clue either. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I've only got a very kind of rough, kind of half-earth clue. <laughs> I was pushed most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> what were you yourself, Kieran? Ah, uh, literally no nothing. No? But how did you get the first music moment? Oh, that? Uh... <laughs> 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 Probably your big brother. No, hi. <laughs> my twin brother Declan got bought this red guitar when we were younger. We were really young, and it got snapped at his knee and launched in the stair. <laughs> so, how did that come about? But after that, it's kind of like my granddad. He played the guitar as well. So every time I was doing it, my granddad's, I was picking up his guitar and it kind of just came from there but I never started properly trying to learn it till I was maybe 13 right. and then that's when I started really getting into it. I'd spend literally all my time <laughs> on YouTube on YouTube, in school during breaks and stuff, just in the wee music room just try to, try to learn how to play uh, Just obsessed with it Aye. When did you start incorporating singing? Well Singing, so in a in my music exam you need two instruments, right? And I I only had the guitar, so I was going to either play drums or keyboard, but the, the teacher said it was too late. He's like, "What about singing?" I said, "Well, I don't sing," and 
he's like, ah, well, it's your only option, so come in and sing the song, and then told me I could sing, so. <laughs> I always commend people who can actually yeah. sing, like in front of, like, well, I mean, when you're in school, because it was, it was there a wee part of you thinking, I'm going to get slagged here for singing, even though now, obviously, you're growing up and stuff, you think, why was I even worried, but in my school anyway, if somebody was singing, it was a, there was a wee bit of, what do you think, do you know what I mean? Did you have I, any like no, that? The reaction was kind of different. Right. Like, when I when I started singing and I started posting like videos on like Facebook and stuff, it kind of, like, a lot of attention and stuff because there, there were obviously not many people that, that there in school that was singing and playing the guitar right. and stuff, do you know what I mean? So, Definitely. Definitely. the reaction was quite good. And is, it, is anybody in the band, like, see because you're quite musically, I don't know what you would call it, musically talented, can you kind of, play different instruments as well. Maybe not at the same level, obviously, as what you play. No, John's just... I, I, I can. <laughs> I can literally only play the drums. Right. Probably the triangle. <laughs> but, uh, Scott, Scott plays a lot of instruments. Scott can play a lot. Right, Scott, what, give us a list. What, what, you, what can you throw down? Uh, uh, I can play um, like guitar and bass and uh, piano and keys and all that. that that's, that's really it. Oh, just the <laughs> Just the five. So, and Kieran's <laughs> talking about, uh, obviously, in school, and you had to pick two instruments. Aye. My second instrument was the xylophone. Wow. Man. Oh, my God. Playing the entertainer. <laughs> 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 uh, I fucking loved the xylophone, <laughs> man. Go <laughs> <laughs> by yourself, David, if you ever... Um, obviously, you played the guitar before, before the bass guitar, but... Uh, that's a bit that's better, mate, for me. Aye. Go about singing. Uh, kind of, not to the extent I care not Scott, but I can make, I make, can make bearable noises with my throat. <laughs> I can make noise. That's the thing with this band. <laughs> uh, obviously, Kieran is a, a brilliant singer, but backing vocals, Scott, Scott's an incredible singer as well, so yep. I think it's uh, rare for a band to have that. Aye, and just com- compliment each other. Aye, hearing, hearing the harmonies for the first time in the studio, like Scott, uh, literally came in and had already written the harmony parts and hearing, playing the song the first time and hearing it, it just sounded, it sounded brilliant. So to have two vocalists like that, I think it's going to be massive. Well, it's a big strength. Vibe. It's a huge, a huge strength. Aye, definitely. I think our voices work really well together as well because they're, they're quite similar in a lot of ways and, uh, but they're different enough to like you can, diff- you can gel, gel well together uh-huh. do you know what I mean uh-huh. you can tell it's just I'm not singing exactly what uh, Kieran's singing at any one time um, so I, I think it works quite well nearly threw the mic away there Scott <laughs> <laughs> did you see how, how shocked Great. and quick Mary so excited was there I was just excited um, I was wanting to jump in Jordan uh, well, well Scott's probably as we said the only one that can read music there's a podcast I listen to and the guy is the Hamish and Andy one and I'll, I'll mention them in awe Um they they done they're, they're just pod they're no they're radio hosts and they do TV but they done like a mad no spoof but they took the piss and made a band and they toured it and Hamish was a drum player and he can't play the drums he just took it up because it looked cool and he said I, I try to read music try to read music can't do it I'll just vibe it out I'll just like you were saying that like you just kind of listen to the song over and over and over and you've you've, you've picked up and you've you've been exceptionally good at it. Um, he says he's the man that can feel music. Do you also feel that you're another man who can feel music? I can definitely feel the music, aye. Okay, that's good. Like, 
see when you're when you're playing a song, when you're playing a song in the studio, you know, you know when the next part's coming. Like mm-hmm. you know when to take it to the next level. You know when to come back down to the verse. So if you, or you structure a song, it's usually verse, chorus, verse, chorus, mm-hmm. uh, breakdown, and end. You just automatically know when that's coming. Well, for me anyway, or where I, it should I, be I, anyway. Where it should be, I think you can naturally feel it when you're playing and you know when to go up, go that next level. Do you think that's all down to like counts, like counts of eight and counts of what, can you just, 16 and... Uh, can you just hear it? Do I don't, you know I don't count. Head? I don't no. count. No, I, I don't <clears> count. Just lift, you genuinely just feel it and that's... I just play and I, I feel it, I, I You know if something, say, like a, a song's too long or something, you know Aye. that... You need to take bits out of it, or you need to put a, this bit in a different place in the song. It's just, I don't know, it's, as I said, you just know. Songs can change a lot as well. You can start with an idea, and it can be completely different from what the end product is as well. Yeah. Because you, you need to work on the idea. You can't just take the first the first thing everybody like, writes. Uh, you can't be rigid with a song and say, I'm not with better stuff, aye. Aye. That's interesting. Do you, do you feel music as well, David? Uh, I suppose I. Because like, I'm horrible with, like you were speaking about earlier, like, I can't particularly read music very well, and I'm like dyslexic on top of that. So even when I make a temp, man, I'm just looking at it. These are squiggles on a page. So I just I put everything by you. I'm no dyslexic, but it looks like squiggles on a page to me as well, mate. So you're, you're, you're right there. That's exactly what it is. I was going to say, that's exactly what it is. No, I, I, I just I put everything by you. Then, like even learning what songs are already. Do you think that makes you a bit, a bit more creative as well? Because you're no, you're not thinking about like trying to piece something together on paper. You're just feeling it and thinking about it. Do you know what I mean? Rather than, than playing it. I think it does. Because like, on top of that as well, if you're having to do it and on the spot, you don't need panic and rely on bits Aye. of paper and time signatures Aye. and dots. <laughs> if you forget where you're on the page, you can just make up a new one. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> Does that, does that suit see because Kieran, you're writing the songs? I I, I'm sure Scott at some point will be contributing because he's a very talented man. Does that work better for you because you're no stuck to notes and everything's quite rigid? It's just very flexible. He's just in the studio vibing um, out. And... You, you've, I've definitely been able to write a song where I had to literally physically write everything of that song Aye. down. Mm-hmm. Nah. No. Better to have but, a bit of fast and loose weight and be creative in it. Aye, definitely much better. Is there a, is there a, like, see when you you have kind of got an idea together for a song, how many, I don't want to say how many times on average, right, but do you need to amend, like, quite a lot of the song before you have it perfect? Aye, 100%. What what sort of things do you you just change, like, the keys or whatever? I I think you try and start off as simple as possible to get the core of the song done. Right. And then you'll start adding, like, wee extra bits, say, for me on the drums. I'll keep it simple at first, and then... The more you play the song, you kind of start hearing other bits that you could be playing. Mm-hmm. So you, you attempt you attempt them, and if it obviously if it works, you add it in, and the song just evolves for that. And I think it's the same with like guitar parts and like keys and bass. I think it should be. I think it's kind of the same idea. Aye, cool man. Definitely. It's interesting because I had <laughs> obviously a, a song like the song you've released there, Fall. I'm assuming obviously some some bands when they play gigs. Have like an extended version and stuff like that. Is that stuff that he's doing? You, you rehearse for that, or is that stuff he's just you're enjoying that much and he's off to you it and you can kind of drag, uh, drag it out? But 
Well, I like so if we're, if we're rehearsing for like a live set and we're going to play a gig, then I we can rehearse like songs to be played in a way where maybe it's got this big intro, mm-hmm. or maybe it's got a bit in the song where we all stop and like say you get the crowd involved to sing. Like we can rehearse the songs, although we know what the song is. Like if we're going to record it, we can rehearse a song and kind of open it up and leave spaces for stuff like crowd interaction and stuff. Well, so you actually need to rehearse that quite a lot? Nah, I think uh, the main thing is you don't want to just go on and play your <coughs> certain songs. You want, we want it to be a show. Aye, we want to mix it up a bit. And it's almost, it's almost <coughs> yeah. Aye, we want to put on a show, so we want people to enjoy it. And we want, say, say, say we do the gig and people listen to our songs and they'll kind of come with the idea of knowing what to expect. We'll try and uh, create create a show and they'll go wow I, I didn't expect that that that's no in the recording. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's let's see when you go and see something they go wow have you seen them live wow oh, they're way better live aye, aye. aye that's the goal man see see if you can't emulate what you're putting down in a recording then I think it's pointless because people are going to pay money to go see you they're going to want the product that you're trying to sell online do you know what I mean aye I don't just want to turn up to a gig buzzing. And you just press play on your your album mm-hmm. and you play it. Exactly. Yeah. You want to sound as close as possible to your recording, so you don't want to like. Obviously, when you're recording, you do it individually. Yeah. So there's there's time to put extra stuff in, and make the song bigger. But if you add stuff in that you can play live, then I, I just don't agree with it personally. Mm-hmm. Redundant. Yeah. Yeah. Pointless. One thing you said there, um, the topic kind of making a show for for your fans, right? So. One thing I always do, do you guys know Ben Howard? Somebody's dogs get loose. That's Ben, mate. dogs are scared. Sorry, Gav. No, if I make so, um, I'm quite a big fan of Ben Howard, right? And he's got, he had these two songs <clears throat> that he brought out kind of a good few years ago now um, called Old Pine and Old Love, right? Which is two, two biggest songs. And I'd bought a, I'd bought a ticket uh, to go and see him in Usher Hall in Edinburgh. And based on these songs, right? I loved, I liked his album, but I went and I sat through the whole thing. It was like a, just maybe an hour and a half or something like that. And then he says, "Right, that's me done. Never played the two songs." Oh. Right? And I was fucking raging. But do you think what's obviously for your point of view? You're a musician, right? So you might understand it a wee bit more. I get the fact you're trying to promote an album, but would you always go back and try and play your kind of fan favourites? I think you should. I think you should always stick to playing your fan favourites. I think the mistake most people make when they see you've got see like Ben Howard or whatever, yeah. a mistake a lot of people make is they just listen to the singles that are released, listen to the album, aye, aye, listen to the full album. Don't just listen to the singles that gets released. Yeah, aye. But that's the thing. Like I loved his album, as I said, and I was oh. still the gig was still brilliant. But there was a wee part of me I felt a bit robbed. You know what I mean? I was like, like well, fucking bastard. In my in uh, my old band, Elan Few. We, it was obviously with my, my best mates, Ferry and yeah. Tam. Uh, we had a daft song called Loud Stuck Haircut. And I've seen the video. We actually, we actually hated it, but everybody loved it. Sure. He's hated that? No way. Oh my God. Like, But everybody wanted to play it. Aye. It's, like the stupid, it's like the stupidest name ever, Loud Stuck Haircut. So obviously <laughs> you've seen Dumb and Dumber. Aye. <laughs> uh, Ferry came into the studios with a new haircut and he literally looked like Lloyd Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> and he was stuck with it and that's where the song came from I think sometimes as well it, it comes from maybe playing a song too much that the, the artist might go I'm fucking sick of playing this song like, 
See the aye. process of recording? <laughs> Scott, there. <yeah. laughs> Scott's like, aye. Fuck <laughs> aye, man. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe he was just fed up with everybody asking him to play these songs and that was it. And that's a shame, though, because, <clears throat> like, you, you see your, see your, see your gangnam style, that guy, Sai, listened to it a billion times and you book it a gig and you go, hey, I've got four songs, I'm only going to play three songs and I'm not going to play the one that's got a billion hits on YouTube. Uh, so I'm fed up with it. Nah, you shouldn't really do that. No. I don't think Sai has ever booked a gig in my opinion because I've not seen him. <laughs> so, yeah. for instance, we, obviously we're new to the band. So, yes. there's other songs on Spotify. Yeah. That uh, I've yeah. got, uh, the most popular one is called Let Go. Let Go, right. We've not played that. Kieran doesn't like it. <laughs> No. So that's, is that going to be something that's going to read its head when it comes to he's playing a gig and you're not going to play it? Or? Uh, well, we will learn that. Yeah. Uh-huh. But, well, it's it's a song that, like, when, I, when I'm trying to play it, I recorded it with two guitars. So this, mm-hmm. is, this is a mistake. This is what I learned, I learned in Cuff for Me. So a mistake I made was putting something down on the recording that I can't play live. So right. now that I, now when I try to play it in the studio and it doesn't sound like the recording, it annoys me. So right. does it take away a lot for the song, or does oh, it take away a wee bit, and it just annoys you? It's it's the whole tone, the the, the punch to it. I can't get that when I'm playing right, okay. in the studio because I've only got one guitar. Uh huh. So and you can't have two guitars. He's actually got three guitars, but he's only got two horns. <laughs> you should get one of the you know a guy called Andy McKee is it hi and he plays the two he's got the big double guitar he plays that I thought I'd imagine that just play, it with, just play it with your toes just get your toes out oh um, it's just I don't know What's if it was something maybe talking me and him can look at you I'm saying the guitar if you get your toes out in the pseudo I'm gone man alright <laughs> 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 So we've got the David who spoke four times the podcast is now saying, if you get your toes out, you're off. Because it's toes that really get them. Get them talking. Talking about toes. That's just changing it up in a way I don't like now, man. That's unfair. Is that a wee fetish you've got, man? <laughs> He's like, I can't focus in the studios because they just keep pulling their toes out. And you know what I'm like? <laughs> get good money for feet picks, by the way. Yeah, you do. You know, you do. I wouldn't, you know. <laughs> Good answer, mate. You brought it back. Uh, so, see when you see we're talking about gigs and stuff and what you play, what's the process of coming up with a set list? How does that work? A set list is weird, isn't it? It's a set list can change fifty million times before you play the gig. Aye, you kind of try to just list list the songs to play in a way where it keeps the people watching entertained and keeps it flowing. Keeps it flowing like. Say you start off with two fucking songs that are just like right in your face. After the two songs, you can just bring it down a level, Aye. like pull it an acoustic guitar or something. But you've got the set's got to have that balance, just so it keeps like the audience entertained through it. All. Right. Here's a question for you. So we'll start off with Scott. Uh, what, what's your favourite band that you've ever seen live? Or oh, Ramstein. Ramstein. Really? 100%. Oh, fuck I. When did you see them? I've seen them about uh, six or seven times now, man. I've seen right. them in 
London, Newcastle, uh, Download Festival, Germany. I, I've seen them, seen them a few times. Like they're just next level, man. And if you're in the first, uh, I don't know if you, if any of you can who they are like, but if you're in the first twenty rows, you're leaving with knee eyebrows. And if you've got friends, just getting burned clean off your face. God, but they are, they are whole. Like when you go and see a band like Ramstein, it's not just a set list, man. It's an entire show of pyrotechnics and fucking all sorts, man. It's uh, that's it. Like that's what I admire so much about them. I don't know how many bands I've seen, man, and it's like just this rehearsed as fuck set list, but they've no rehearsed stuff like crowd interaction, the way you move on stage. Yeah. Because uh, there's so many things you can't account for, like when you're when you're doing your rehearsals. Because if you're on stage, you need to rehearse almost kind of how you're going to move and right. still be able to play the things that you're going to be playing and sing the way you're going to be singing. And that's, uh, that's something you actually have to rehearse in the studio before you think that's of the day Because I never knew, like, I just thought, see when bands were on stage, I thought it was all sort of like, reactive stuff. Ad hoc, mm-hmm. just uh, no. in between songs, you know, they're chatting away and they're saying certain things and stuff like that. But that's cool to know that it's actually, they've thought about these things because it just shows you how much time, aside from your rehearsing for your actual music, goes into putting together a show. Do you know what I mean? Uh, it's, not ju- it's not like they're <clears throat> sitting like, scripting out what they're going to Aye. say to the crowd but um, but they, they've always got a rough idea they'll always kind of say the, roughly the same things maybe a wee bit different every time uh, but generally the way they move on the stage and stuff like that like um, they've either done that for a lot of years or that's how they practice like Aye. once they've got the set tight as fuck they move on to uh, perfecting the actual show itself and that's a whole different that's a whole different entity apart from just playing yeah. the set list because MD can, can stun and play a set list when they're stunning in the studio. You know what I mean? But it's not right. just about stunning because when you're playing when you're playing live, you're never just standing still. So yeah. you've got to be able to play and move and sing at the same time and tan a beer. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's the most important. Or, that or is tana, by far like, the best. Wee, have a wee bottle of Doug hanging out of the back pocket, man. Just <laughs> 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 going to get a swig song, man. Absolutely wasn't to see this first gig, man. Just see the, the keys laid out, the beers there. They'll be fucking we... seeing me laid out in the flare. <laughs> <laughs> right, Davey, favourite live gig? Um, it's between either, I want to see Bertuth in the garage, and that was just chaos, man. Like, they had a brilliant set, but it was more the actual gig environment. Speed. Everybody was... Uh, Everybody was just flying about, hooking each other, headbutting each other. <laughs> I came back with a bus nose and a black eye. It was, it was, it was that horrendous, man. Oh, no, it was good. <laughs> so it was between cool. them or I went to see the Snuts and Motherwell. And it wasn't so much that they were my favourite band, but it's like, see, see, obviously, they're being fairly local band. The, the size of the stage they were on, with how many people were there. And that was when I was like, right, I want to be doing this. Aye. So I think that was a pretty good one for me as well. So it's definitely between those two. Brilliant. You, yeah, we'll pick one. you need to pick one. Pick one. You can't use two. <laughs> I'll go for the black eye, Bertrand. There we go. <laughs> the black eye. Got a decisive man among us. Who's about to go to next, Gav? We're going to ask Kieran or Jordan. We'll go Kieran. We'll go Kieran. Go for the young brother. Uh, hard. I'd probably say 1975. Really? Aye. Brilliant. Where did you see uh, them? 
I've seen some good good bands, but oh my god, the the whole the production, everything, the the way the stage was set up, their sound live as well. It was just unbelievable. Where was it you seen them? Uh, where was that? Bellhouston. Was it the Park session? I seen I seen them at uh, the the Radio One's big weekend. Aye. Uh, they were brilliant. Aye. No. Uh, oh, unbelievable. Sorry, I can't relate to the last uh, two fucking hard rock. Nineteen seventy five. They were. I remember being really drunk, going, "I really want to see them," and I pure, I made sure I made it. And I was like, "Wow, they, they, they do sound so similar to their like production, didn't they?" Like, he was shocked. I, I I hate them. Right. But. <laughs> So I went with Kieran, and honestly, they blew me away. Uh, they were unbelievable. <clears throat> Can I stand them? But what? So what the what do you, was un, unreal. Why? Why do you not like them? Because they're they're coming on I, here I next week. Order, I think like, <laughs> everything sounds the same. You think they sound the same? I like they've got a very like, unique like, sort of style, aren't they? It's quite, it's quite a different. Style, but all the songs kind of sound similar. Uh, I know what you mean. Uh, I get, I get what you're saying. Uh, the album they just released. But I mean, the f- fucking piece of shit. But they nailed, <laughs> they nailed the set. They nailed the show. They came in at the right point when it came to music because mm. I've only heard Chocolate and about three other songs, and I can't even name them, and I've never heard them since. Aye. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm the, the, I've got my pulse on the beat of music, and I know what's mm. good and what's no. So they're no, and user, so that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan, best live gig. You've been in tons of gigs. You used to go to gigs oh. every other weekend, didn't you? Aye. Uh, it's got to be Biffy. Is oh. it? Oh, well, I just love them, be. man. They can write the shitest song ever. And I'll still love it. So is it a biased opinion you've got here? Aye, it's 100% a biased opinion. <laughs> uh, but they put on a cracking show as well. And <clears throat> they just, like... When you see people putting effort in and actually <coughs> doing it when it's natural, so Scott's talking about people moving about stage. You get people that you can tell that are like faking it, faking the movement. Ah, faking right, the okay. Movement. I bet I better move here now. And right, so, okay. if you watch, there's a band called Idols that are quite mental. If you watch a live performance for Idols, like they're not the best band, uh, but. The energy, the energy they put into a, a show and the movement, it's uh, insane and it, it's kind of, what's the word I'm looking for? Oh, energetic, no? Unique. No. Effortless synergy. Kenny, <laughs> <laughs> okay, you read a fucking dictionary, are you? I've got one here, mate. Never, 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 never without it, me. <laughs> Effortless. Uh, what's the word? What's the word for thinking here? Vectious. When, so again, infectious, infectious energy. Infectious energy. Ah, such an easy word. Good I know, word, mate. I know, mate, but a great word. We in the end. We did. What was yours, Gav? Um, it was stereophonics. Stereophonics from Wales. <laughs> Where was that? Uh, it was in the hydro. Oh, wait a minute. I've lied. Oh, we've got a liar. We've got a man. And now we've got a liar. A liar. It's the kills. Oh, Killers, okay. nice. What are we Insane. Was that their new album? They played everything. They played everything, but did you prefer the old stuff? You put, ah, trans- I, I, I prefer the old stuff, the didn't old you? Stuff. They played it all. They, they done that. They were at the, the big weekend as well, when it was in Glasgow, and I was like, ah, I like the old stuff, loved it. 
one or two of the new stuff was, was good. But oh, he was on put on a show, mate. They put on a show here. Aye, brilliant. You're very true in saying that. See, see what you said. Talking about a month ago, man. It's brilliant. I went to I went to see Biffy in the Hydro and uh, first time I've ever experienced a semi mosh pit. Mm. <laughs> Fuck me. I don't know how he's there. But... Oh man, I, don't it's it's, I don't think it's an organised thing, Gav. I don't think no. people practice. No, it happens, oh, happens all the time. You're just getting battered to the no... beat of the music. Right? It's, ah. not organized. it's not organised. It's not organised. Scott has seen a proper mosh pit. Aye, that's what I mean. That's why I said semi because it definitely wasn't as bad as what I've heard. But as we know from every other episode in this podcast, I'm only the tallest mate of, of men. So, same <laughs> uh, see, see, when you were stuck in that fucking mosh pit, and I'm the smallest person there, and that's including the woman. <laughs> oh, it wasn't a good experience. I'm not going to lie. Passion what, did sweat. You, what did you do? Did you just like? Get the field position. I did, mate. I curled up into a wee ball and just rolled it. <laughs> mate, I, I'm quite, sh- I'm, I'm a small uh, myself, so see a wee tip, see they go for cunt's legs. <laughs> go for the takedown. Go for the takedown. I've not got a choice, mate. That's all I can reach. <laughs> Davy's quite ripped as well. Davy's quite quite a toned gentleman, eh? Is yeah. he? He hits the gym, aye. So, right. I you don't know. your only fans page, David, as well, while you're on here? Nah, I'll keep that separate. <laughs> Perry, Perry toes. <laughs> so it is. Well, That's bad. I thought mosh pits just, oh, one guys will just start a fight and then everybody just got involved and it just became a big massive disturbance. <laughs> Don't know, it's, it's quite an organised thing. And Scott, you're the I'm expert not, here when it comes no, to. No, it's just, there's no, there's fuck all organised about it, man. <laughs> just, the, Thank the, you. The, the one thing that is good about it is, well, most of the gigs that I've ever been to, if there's been a really big, big or bad mosh pit, man, like, there's folk falling all the time and like getting trampled on, but see, when see, as soon as people see people on the floor, they they stop and they uh, pick them up. Like, very considerate. They are, but for like they'll pick you up, then they'll wrap the nut in you. <laughs> so it's like, so a, the, it's like the whole Kevin Bridges thing in it when they will stab aye, you before your ambulance. <laughs> aye, kinda, aye, they'll blow. <laughs> Oh my God, you're right, mate. Right, man. Boom. Right, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not a Glasgow aye, thing, yeah. That's quite good that it's not just us that are hurt by the stigmatism of being bad. Oh no, man, I've, I've been in quite a few absolute mental ones. One of the one of the most brutal mosh pits I was ever in was at the Barrowlands for Enter Shikari. Um, that really? was absolutely mm. nuts, man. Aye, aye. I thought you were going to say Germany um, somewhere or something there. I don't know why. <laughs> No man, like, um, but even down at Download Festival in Donington Park and stuff, when you go in and it's just a mud fest, it's just uh, insanity, man. You're slipping all over the place, and there's no, you've just got no grip or friction. You're skating about, passion down. Can you actually uh, enjoy that? Yourself. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I, I'm no, I'm, I'm no all there. <laughs> but I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> Out my tree, so, <laughs> so I enjoy it. Uh, you don't, you don't remember the maybe the the, the worst day, eh? Like no man, I've got one of the good times. Like uh, hiker backpacks full of mad dog, man. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you like? Is that what I saw you? I saw you for the wee cut of desperados. Here. Is that what you would normally go to a bottle of mad dog? Then, eh? No, I like uh, Despers and cider. Uh, I love my whiskey. Oh, nice. but, uh, nice. I, if, I, if I'm out in the boot and all that, I, I do like a wee dog. 
The glory, the glory days. The glory days, man. What's um, your favourite flavour? Oh, man. <laughs> I love strawberry. I love strawberry. Strawberry. Have any used three ever? You, you, I know you've had it, Gav. Have any, Gav, uh, Davey, Jordan, Keelan, have you said Mad Dog yet? No, Mad Dog. Yeah, uh, I've tried a few bottles. I've tried it, Unfortunately. I, I, I had that, uh, <laughs> is it, what was it, Gav, Dragon? Dragon, Dragon fruit, fruit. Aye. That was That was actually really, it tasted like a cocktail. It was really nice. Dragon soup? No, no the, the Dragon Fruit, the new flavour of Mad Dog. Dragon Fruit, a Mad Dog. Oh, I have seen that, man. Oh, that looks fucking mint <laughs> <laughs> That's the most enthusiastic thing I've ever seen. Uh, it is, mate. It is. It's really tasty, but... We'll, the melon, we'll the melon of... one's really nice as well, eh? Right, we're becoming oh, like, right. some sort of podcast that reviews his mad dog. Let's just... Right, Kenny, <laughs> Kenny, which, yeah. which your favourite gig you've ever been to? Uh, Ed Sheeran at the Barrowlands, mate. You've got to be Ed Sheeran, mate. Ed Sheeran at the Barrowlands before he started... Proper making it, that was class. At the Barrowlands, that must have been. Aye, uh, uh, so it was right, right intimate in a, in a sense. And, and aye. aye, aye, that's it. I've been to, well, so I've seen Drake a few times, but it's, it's no as, I feel like that was quite an intimate wee experience, aye. which I really enjoyed. And now aye, you play stadiums, way. so. Lost it, you lost each other. So you did. After about an hour, never seen each shout, other for the rest of the shout night. Out, shout out to Anne Stark for, for the whole oh, thing. <laughs> <laughs> was a couple of freebies. Um, but I back to the back to the most important people on this podcast, mate. It's no us, is it? It's no us. So how's your just just before we go? See your screen when it comes to the Zoom call. Yeah. It's me and you at the top, and then like Arcade State below us. Is that you? You're the same man. You? No, mate. No. 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 It is a anyway. screen. I don't feel that I'm above <laughs> anybody. I just. Like to do. Uh, so we um, obviously, John, you said uh, across some of the stats and stuff like that, and. You guys are very much international. So oh, global. I would say global. global. Aye. Very well, international. Same thing, pretty much, isn't it? No. I don't think international is just us in Europe. There's global. Is it? I don't know. Maybe I'm making up. And why we in this. In the favelas of Brazil. How specific are the stats that he's are pulling up, though? Like, very Clay specific. Bank. Very specific. Nah, it's mental. We'll need to have a talk about that. Well, no, we could talk about it now. Is that just through Spotify pulling the stats through? There's an app. That? There's an app uh, partner to Spotify. Is it Spotify Artists? Oh, past a thousand. Oh, past a thousand. Yes. Exclusive. 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 So it's called Spotify Artists. And right. obviously you get your, you sign up and get your login. Can you see that? Get your login and get your, your password. Yes. Oh, and that gives you that just That basically just breaks down everything. Where, right where I... Breaks where down where it's played. It breaks down the age and what's the like and the demographic? Aye. Aye. Forty one is that forty one percent? Forty three percent female, fifty percent male, zero percent non binary. So we need to get that oh, up. Wow, wow, you need to get that up. You really need to start getting those um <laughs> non binaries. So, uh, <laughs> the highest percentage of the age groups is twenty eight to thirty four. Thirty nine percent. So we we know for what you were saying, your top countries, America, is that still the standing at the moment, Kieran? US will be, perhaps. Buffalo is the top city. That's Gav, go, go Gav, hit him with Right, so I said to Kenny, Buffalo's in New York, and he went, no, it's no, no, it's I no. I Buffalo, New York. That is. That is. That is. So Kenny thought it was in... I Texas. thought it was a Texas place, just because I think a Texas. Buffalo, New York. And the reason I know Kenny, actually, is because Drake sings it. Shout out to Is Buffalo, he? Never Duck and Low. And then it's across the border for Toronto at Niagara Falls. So it's Buffalo and then Toronto. Nice. 
anyway. Drake knowledge to you. <laughs> um, why, why, why do you think they're so big, aye, in America? Aye. I honestly don't know. No? Do you think it's a style of music? Is it maybe a bigger style of music in, a, in USA? Or is it to the population, maybe? That... I don't know. Like, Germany's second, so... It's aye, not true. Even, it's not even, like... It's not Scotland or UK. Isn't he, isn't he even... Up there? One or two, so... Where is it? I don't know, I don't know how to explain it. It's just mm-hmm. algorithms on Spotify. It's just where it gets, like... Where it gets recommended. Aye. That's mad, eh? Um, I thought there was maybe, like... Oh, you said a big family out there or something, and <laughs> no, I just even it. No, yeah. but um, where where's the UK sitting? Is it go UK? Though? I think it's third. Give me a double check. Uh, second. I was it second? Oh, top in Germany. Moved up. Good. Um, good. So how do you feel about that? Then? We'll we get to the push. UK at the top. Aye. Aye. What's your thoughts on that? Like, he's quite like, aye, that's what we we knew that, or he's cousin. Uh, it's cool. It's cool, but it's definitely so obviously, it's obviously just to start. Oh, definitely. Oh, obviously the new the song that's just been released. Like we we didn't record that. That was just killing the the two older uh, bandmates. Right. Okay. So we're actually it's an exclusive. We're booked to record on the twenty eighth and twenty ninth August. Exclusive. To record to record a new song. Lovely. So that would be the first first release that the four years will actually. For a song, it's like, it, it's our song, but it doesn't feel like it was because we've not recorded it. But I think we've pushed it pretty well. Yeah, very well. So, obviously it's, it's Kieran's song, but I've pushed it hard. And Understand. I I'll push it even harder when, i push even harder when we get our actual own stuff, own, own stuff and own recording, because it just feels more ours. I think Scott and David will probably feel the same. It's like, uh, hard, it's hard to push something that you didn't play on. That's what, that's what happened to me with my old band. Because, again, I'd just joined and, you know, just after that, they released a track as well. So it was just uh, totally similar feeling. You're promoting something for, for somebody else. But, but uh, it's like, you need to keep the mindset so you're promoting, promoting it for, for you. somebody else. But it's just like, it's a weird feeling because it's like, oh, check out my band that I'm not actually in yet. <laughs> The weird thing was we actually obviously recorded a video. <clears throat> so Aye. me and David Aye. are playing the drums and bass that we didn't record. Uh, but the the two guys they done a good they done a good job with the, the recording. So the bass and the drums were were up to a good standard. Yeah. What was the so, what was the the music like uh, the music video? Sorry, like what was that? Like to try and record? Was it was it quite an enjoyable experience? Or? Oh, it was really really fun. Uh, it was a pure fun day, man. Really fun. He's a story. Any stories yet? Yeah. Uh, David, David must have taken. David was just some sort of. David took some sort of mushroom. Like one minute he was one minute he was here, the next minute he was like. I was just. I, was, oh, I, I kept doing my mad wee dance, man, just on top of logs and shit. Like, <laughs> they'd be doing the dance. David, give us an exclusive. For example, like if Kieran was like here singing his bit, I was like up in the back of the forest. Oh, he was doing Fortnite. He was, he was, he was uh, that's a Fortnite dance for, for, for you older people. These wee guys are having a rare time with there. Um, so that's what I've done the whole day, mate. A big Fortnite dance then. Yeah, in, in amongst a waterfall. Yes. Did you? So I felt like oh, you were Andre, man. 
Mysterious girl makes take that. That's class. <laughs> but uh, so is that is that something that you you would tend to release for every song going forward? Is that what you're planning to do? I uh, need to try. I that's like big any big festivals and stuff or any big like producers or record labels. That's what they look for. Is they it look for what you've got and what content you've put already put out? Because if you've already released content which looks good and is of good quality, then they think, like, right, these boys know, know what they're doing. Aye. So, and he's dedicated as well, do you know what I mean? That's... Aye, exactly. That's, nah. That was us uh, going and recording and doing a song that we hadn't performed on, so Aye. Pro- you would probably say that there was, there was less motivation, but as soon as we got there, it, it was just a brilliant time. Obviously, it was my pal Greg that recorded it, so... And he also did, he'd done it for like free of charge as well. Did he? Wow. Well, that was What was it? About eight, eight hours? Uh, it was a, a bit. Oh, eight hours, aye. It was just fun. Oh, just a laugh. That's the way it should be, really. Even for making videos, for being in the studios, for being on stage, it should all be fun. Like, there's no, I think, no enjoying it. There's no point, is there? I think because it was Greg and, like, obviously me and Kieran know him. Mm hmm. It was it was less awkward to like walk past a tree if you're not like yourself. I just, I just felt I feel like if I'd done that with somebody that I didn't know, it would be kind of kind of awkward. But there was no awkwardness with the video uh, anyway. Good. No, right, that's good to hear. But see, it's, see it's funny. Oh, I'll, I'll take it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Only moment. See how when we're asking, we've asked a couple of certain questions now, and then Kieran said, "Kieran, how much have you looked into this, and how how producers are people who are like." Hunting, head hunting artists and that. Have you been on Google, YouTube, or the or the doodads and all the thing with Bob's to find out what they look for? Pretty much, I just looking into everything, websites, blogs, anything that I can read, just reading up about it, finding out ways that you can better your chances of getting spotted and stuff. Aye, it's just because when when Gav asked that, it was like you were like people look for this and this and this. I was like, well, Aye. such a good in depth answer. Funny what you said, Kenny, as well. Like if you don't. If you're not enjoying it, there's no point because uh, effectively, same with us. Like a lot of the time, you're you're working for free to start, and you, you're doing a lot of things just because you love doing it. Do you know what I mean? Like if we if we felt this podcast, for example, was a burden on us, we wouldn't do it. Do you know what I mean? There's no point, yeah. and and it, it makes it a lot easier to, to do. And you're doing things with you're effectively mates. You're all used to brothers, obviously, but you you become mates as well as a band, so it makes it enjoyable to. And the same with same for us, you know. We get at the worst case, you get to spend time. You make make music, record a podcast, whatever you want to do. It's uh, it's it definitely makes it a bit easier. Uh, it's a it's a brilliant feeling. So it's obviously like me and Kieran, my brother, so we obviously know each other. But David and Scott coming out of the band, you get a bit apprehensive Aye. about who you who you're going to meet and how they're going to be. Are they going to get you? Are they going to get your banter? Mm. Are they going to fit in? The both of them are actually just after nuts, so they fit in pretty <laughs> well. I'm just scared of Scott, man. He's about nine foot taller than me, so I what I'm saying, man. <laughs> Scott, you, you're a tall guy, are you? Scott is a very Hi. tall man. Uh, I'm, nah, I'm the short arse of the band. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're paying me. I'm the short half of this podcast, and there's only two of you. So imagine how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're the most beautiful person in the podcast, yeah. Oh, thanks, mate. First, first compliment, brilliant. First compliment. I just think the name is Hollywood, so. Ah, thanks, mate. Aye. It's a win right there, man. And the second name, Hollywood. 
Jesus Christ. What a name. Thanks, mate. Unbelievable. <laughs> but anyway. So you're talking about the stats and that. So yous, are you purely just on Spotify? Or is there anybody else that people can listen to you? Is, is just you can Spotify. listen to the songs on every single major streaming platform. Apple. Aye. Apple, Music. iTunes. Tidal. Amazon, Deezer. Whatever that one was, Gav, Hide. you said yesterday. What did Gav say yesterday? What did I say? Oh, was it like, uh, like Google, something like that? God no. knows, but this yeah, is everywhere. Everywhere. Uh, we, we upload to Anchor, and then Anchor's owned by Spotify, and Anchor distributes it everywhere. Aye. 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 So is that, you use the same? No, you use it. No, um, I use new bands. Aye. Right. So, so it's just interesting to get a wee, a wee peek behind the curtains and see how you get it out there and how people get to actually listen to it. And also, that that it's, quite good. it's quite good for people to hear how much work actually goes into something. Do you know what I mean? Because for somebody who just who just listens to the music and stuff, and they, you, sometimes you don't really appreciate how much work you need to do behind recording and behind mm. creating and all that kind of stuff. There's a lot of admin stuff that goes into it and marketing and whatever these are doing. Do you know what I mean? So it's, right. good to, it's good to let people know. That's why we wanted to invite you to the do as well, just to give you a wee bit of insight into it's not just aye. a case of just going in and playing a song. Playing aye. the song. Aye, aye. It's a lot more. Well, I've, I've never been in a recording studio ever. Well, so The offer's there, Gavin. Offers. I'll, be, I'll be there next time. Tuesday, 12 to 6, or Friday, 12 to 6, we're in. So we're doing oh, really? Every week? Two six-hour sessions this week. Two what days? Uh, Tuesday the 28th, Friday the 31st. Right, okay. Kenny, you busy? <laughs> I can be free, mate, because I've been there. I've already been there, so... Um, right, okay. Right, I'll yeah, definitely yeah. check that out, 100%. Have so you been playing guitar, Gavin? I have, mate. Have you learning guitar? I've started to learn it. As I say, like, I don't, I kind of read music, right? And, I've, and to be honest, I've no interest in trying to start learning. To, Aye. I just watch, like you, like you're talking about, Keenan, I just watch videos and listen to what they're playing and try and mimic it, really. It's not, Aye. Aye. that's it. Even, it's very, sorry? Even for you to come into the studio and uh, play a guitar that's plugged into an amp, uh, oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely, definitely get a shot. My guitar's worth about sixty quid, so uh, that'll be that'll be something different. Hundred uh, percent. you'll you'll be playing you'll be playing some. some <laughs> just remember, Gav, this has been recorded, so if you don't turn up, man, you've just really let us down. So. Oh, I mean, I'm, I'm reliable. I'll be there. Don't worry. You're reliable. You also yeah. need to watch the video. Aye. 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 Get that reviewed for your next your next podcast. <laughs> Aye. 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 But no, it was um, good to see getting that uh, opportunity to come out in the studios because it, it was uh, I was like I know I know Jordan and Kieran and, and I, I now know Dave and Scott just didn't get the opportunity to sit down and have a chat with you and stuff and it just, it just were in the zone. It was just mad how like Kieran said a song and picked up and boom, that was it. It was it was just Unbelievable, because as I say, the ones you used to play a few songs like, "How long has been doing this?" and Scott's like, well, "Just my like, third hour." I'm like, "What?" Because it does sound like a finished product, and I think that's where you are probably leaps and bounds ahead of a lot of other people. Because a lot of people would just take take time, take their own spin on it, or try and add in this bit or that bit, or maybe no listen to what what somebody who's new into a band would. You would say, listen, try and get this way, try that way. You just seem to like, boom, click. I think it's, like you said earlier, we're all what, pretty confident in what we're doing. We all know where we should be coming in and out and trying new things. So I think it just, Aye. as you said earlier, gels dead well with each other. So how, how important is it for, for everybody to be 
on the same wavelength as well. Like, like I'm assuming you've you maybe met people or been in bands or whatever that you, you could probably have people who are it's all about them and their views and stuff like that. Do you need to be on the same wavelength? And you know, if somebody doesn't like something, you need to be honest and saying that. Nah, you know, hundred percent. If you don't like something, you say it as soon as you can. Aye. It's no, it's no being offensive to anybody or trying no. to put anybody down. Aye. It's just saying like try something else. Aye. Aye. I don't know about that. Just question it. Aye. So <clears throat> I feel like in my old band, like we with Tam and Ferry, we kind of we we like the same music. So everything was the same. Aye. So with Scott and David, they like different music, they've got dis- different insp- inspirations and influences. So I think that adds a lot more creativity to the band Aye. and brings different ideas because they're they've got different, as I said, influences that and it just adds a lot more to the the music. You need you do need to be honest, especially because if they're all going to go to get out and they're all going to push on and Hopefully this, this is going to, you know, go mainstream and make movies of money. Obviously you're saying, obviously you came into studio and you're saying, well, the, obviously we sounded like a, a finished product, but we are far from that. Exactly. No, we've, got a lot of, we've got a lot of work. Got we've a got lot a lot of work to put in. And when you said your, your board up, it was like, there was songs and then there was like new ideas and it was like, it was mad how it's not just like, this, like if you're a band and you, you are bringing in new members, the first few times should just be. I, I think maybe you should only have two or three songs, and that's all you practice. But he's already at a stage where he's going, oh, we'll try this and we'll try that, because he's already kind of nailing songs. Again, but again, that comes down to the talent, the individual talent, and the dedication you've got to it. Do you know what I mean? So uh, why not? Definitely. Why not? Uh, 100%. And remember, I was, I was speaking to Scott, and he Scott was had already practiced and stuff like that, and had already kind of done his homework on the band, so he knew what he was coming into. So it's for as much as it's 1% of your weeks on the tours, some of these people, like David and Scott and Kieran, might be another 10 hours in their house. Jordan's not get drunk, so he can do another 10 hours. <laughs> and he sits with like a pot. Like, so <laughs> as much as it might only be 1% of yeah. your week. The full band's doing other stuff and other things and thinking about what they could do here and what they could do there. So for somebody who's going home and coming out of a new band and doing their homework, just shows commitment already as opposed to ah, just turning up and, aye mate, bing bong bing, aye, this is fun. And you're like that. I was a wee yeah. fanboy before I joined, man. That must have been quite good. That must have been quite cool for you, but eh? What I did want to mention is, Gav, you will uh, get a, a manly horniness when you see Davy's bass, man. It's like the... Really, eh? Mate, it's, it's, what is, what is, it's you got it, Davy? It's not fun, Do you want me to go grab it then? Eh? Ah, you can get it. You need, to, you need to open your curtains then, because we're, we're slowly... Jesus, to Jesus, five seconds. Go for it, go for it. I'll not talk about, about that anymore, because it is, mate, it's so cool, man. It's unbelievably cool. Scott, shows your saxophone, man. It's on the loft, mate. Is that, is that a, a motorbike behind you, Scott? Aye, as I... Do, 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 you, do you go on the bikes? Do you, do you go on a bike? Aye. Jeez, mm. man. You get cooler by the minute. I'm getting a, get a new bike next week. That one's, uh, that one's, I was cleaning that up today. It's getting sold tomorrow. Uh, well, it? it's already sold, the guys. The courier's coming for it tomorrow. So uh, it's giving me room for my, my new bad boy, my your new, bad boy. <laughs> your new Your new hog. I find yeah, it. Uh, I find things in the world. There you go, mate. <laughs> 
nice. Uh, it's stunning, no, man. It's no gene the justification. The guitar's nice as well. It's like a matte. <laughs> it's a matte black thing, Gavin. It's all at one big piece, a pure matte black. And that, like, ah, it's nice. That's that, really nice. Like a marbly red effect, man. I, I can stop looking at it. As I said, my guitar is worth about 50, 60 quid. It's shite. So even see my see the top of the frets, like all my wee, my wee dots that are all like rubbing away and it's fucking, <laughs> fucking horrible. Look at Kieran. Kieran. Kieran's having a fit in him. He's like, ah, just a, a guitarist. Oh, I'm definitely not, mate. It's disgusting. <laughs> but, uh, see, see, for you, kind of having to go and buy kit and stuff like that. Must be so expensive. Must be an app. Oh, mate, I'm skimping. <laughs> oh. <laughs> fucking Facebook Marketplace, man. <laughs> I think that's the place to be for people who are looking to kind of start music. That's where they should they should go and look. As long as you know what you're, as long as you can what you're kind of looking for. As long as you know what you're looking for, uh, you can get some quality deals on Facebook Marketplace because buying the stuff new, like uh, you can be any, you can literally be any amount of money. Aye, that's insanity. Guitar like, like Gav's got like is it an acoustic guitar, Gav? That you've got? Aye, aye, aye. So aye. I don't know the difference between a, an acoustic guitar for sixty quid to an acoustic an acoustic an acoustic guitar for three grand. Like, I, I don't know any difference. So it's the sound, mate. <laughs> it's the sounds and then the materials it's built with. So you think the difference? Who's playing it? <laughs> I, I think surely if you give a pure talented person this guitar or drummer like bass, then they'll know what they're doing and it'll all sound the same. But but then definitely not then, no. It's all about the wood. Not really, man. If somebody's, I mean, if somebody's, uh, you could literally go and buy a guitar for 10 grand, mate. If you're shiting guitar, you're still going to be shiting Aye. guitar. Aye. So <laughs> you need to, if you can't, if you can't play, if you can't play good in a 60 pound guitar, then you shouldn't be buying a guitar at 200 pound <laughs> or, or, or 200 grand or something like that. If you can't play in a, you can't play in a, a shitey Hello Kitty guitar. No. Then, <laughs> then you shouldn't be playing. Then you shouldn't be buying anything else. How no. did you know Gav had a little kitty? A hello kitty. Uh, the price range in it. <laughs> Scott, you've just crushed my dreams, man. I was going to buy a two grand guitar there as well. Yeah, fuck me. <laughs> fucking just dead, man. <laughs> fuck it. Right, so no, you def- gonna... sorry, Kenny. Just before you say, but just my brother's people's guitar as well. He's actually really good, right? But. His guitar is so much better. And see, every time, the first thing I do when I go to his house is like, I'm going to go get a wee shot on the guitar because it sounds so much better, man. Like, it's, it's amazing how different something can sound. Uh, oh, aye. 100%, man. Aye. Sorry, Kenny, we got cut you off there. Right, so, hypothetically, right, let's say this song goes well, you release a new song, goes even better. Lockdown's all lifted, the world's went back to normal. He's like, booked for one big gig. Right, so what gig would you like to play? Let's go oh, with well, let's go with Davy first. Davy, would you play any gig? Any gig in the world? We'll come oh, back to you. Mad. Nah, come back to me. Let me think. Right, wishing I have a picture now. Sorry. <laughs> right. Scott, you seem like a decisive man. Davy was earlier and I called it, but now he's no. Where, where, what gig you want to play? Uh, Barras. Barras, you like your Barrowlands? Nice. Uh, Barrowlands is the. It's just my favourite venue, man. It's just it's stinking and it's sweaty. And it, <laughs> it's still just petite, isn't it? I, uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I've just got a lot of good memories in there, man. And uh, I've played 
I've played a lot of venues in Glasgow, like, and there's only I've there's only really the three the three kind of big ones that I've no played, which is yeah. the O2 Academy main stage, the ABC, but obviously that's burned down now, and the and the Barras. I have played the second stage in the Carlin Academy, and I've played the second stage in O2 uh, in the ABC when it was there, mm-hmm. um, and. I've played the rest of them really, so that there's no way else I really want to play. Apart from uh, either main stage at uh, Carlin or Battlelands, but Battlelands was just a bit like a dream for me, man. It's always had been. Oh, Amazing, okay, man. Even oh, supporting wow. somebody, just just to be there and uh, be in the stage would be incredible, uh, aye. Oh, Davy, man, you've got a cut out for you now, eh? <laughs> oh, one minute, one. How do we think? Right, go for it. Right, okay. Main stage, stay in the park. I think that would just be fucking chaos. I think it'd be great. Aye. Stay in the park. Aye. Oh, well, there's got to be a reason for it, just because it's chaos, or just because you've been there and you've... I, I think it'd be class. Just see if you've got like, music out uh, to the extent that that many people like it and will turn up to see you. That's just got to be some feeling, isn't it? And plus, Aye, everybody's God. pissed and they just enjoy it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Even if you... <laughs> say again? You better get a DeLorean because Dean, I thought it was gone. No, no, it's transient. I thought I was fucking. I don't know why he's pissing his balls. I don't know. I'm not fond of that one. Oh, you just pissed right in his fire. That's fine, man. Embers are still there, mate. It's all good. Jordan, have you played the Barrowlands? No. No. Second stage. Second stage. Barrowlands 2. As you were. Where are you playing? Me? Aye, you. I just want to start off with a nice wee simple gig. King Tuts or something like that. Brilliant. I'd, I'd, say that's, I'd, I'd say that's quite a big gig. It is a big gig, aye. It's, like, yeah. it's kind of like a breakthrough, eh? Like for, for a lot I know, of I know you've played it's it. It's not like we venue, it. aye. We spoke about that, but I thought that would be... Uh, you just want to keep it low and... I just want to keep... I just want to... Aye, just keep, keep it up the ground. Show. A couple of hundred people. And just play. And... Smash it. Just enjoy it. Just enjoy it, aye. Right, okay. Okay, that's quite a humbling answer. Nice. Right, Kieran. Quietly, come on, buddy. You've been for loads of time. <laughs> the Barras. The Barras as well. Barras as well. Aye. Sell it to Barras. That'd be... I remember when I was there, that there was drink dripping for the ceiling and stuff like that. Like, that's... That was the drink, mate. That was like piss for the toilets or something. <laughs> oh, my. somebody through, probably, innit? <laughs> Oh, it's quite quite interesting and eclectic. Well, three different answers for four people, but Kerry, where, where would you like to where would you like to go and see Arcade State play? Uh, probably King Cuts because that would be the cheapest I get to see them. Because if they're playing, well, I can't go to Tina Park, but if they're playing Transmit, um, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> if they're playing Transmit and that, it's going to be mere pennies in it. So it's good to see them at the start as well. When it? it's good to see a band like and go, listen, I remember seeing them. Before they were fairly big times, it's good to have that sort of history with somebody. What about what you say? Are you about to go and see him? Are you about to go the same as me? Because I've had a good answer. No, I, I, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm probably along the same lines as David. Like, in the studio. And I, I would like to see you in the studio, mate. That's first and foremost, I. But either either an intimate gig, like maybe you say the Barons or Usher Hall or something like that. Or something like a festival. I, I just think, yeah, for your type of band, like I would love to see 
that at a festival, do you know what I mean? What's that what's that uh, venue called uh Run the Corner for the Barras again? Saint uh, St. Jude's that's the old church, isn't it? It's converted oh, an old aye, church. Aye, aye. Aye. That's beautiful. I've been to a couple of gigs in there, man. I'd love to play in there too. One of the best things I've played is Oran Moor. That was, that was good. Oran Moor is good when he's there, isn't it? Aye, uh, great sound in there. Aye. aye. Well, there's a good question for Estes as well. Where, where's the best sounding gig you've been to? Like, well, you've played, sorry, but you've played. St. Mugs. I'm just, now you've said it, aye. <laughs> so you've, that's um, mad, Davies, Davies played there. Scott, do you, you say you've played there at St. Luke's? No. 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 Yeah. It's, it's, always, it's always been up there, man, but it wasn't a, uh, when we were playing up in Glasgow back in one of my old bands and stuff, it, it wasn't even a venue then. I see. Wow. Uh, so, it wasn't, I didn't even know it existed until, uh, last year, and uh, I went to see my mate, my mate's band. Uh, he's the drummer for a guy called Youngblood, and um, he's massive for the new man. He's up in Radio One and he does videos oh. with that Billy Eilish bird and all that. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, so they played down the we, we went, me and, me and the boys went to see him, and uh, it's just incredible, man. It's what like, what sound yeah. and all, oh, it's just a and I love old churches and stuff like that as well. So I've always been into that. So that's probably like one of the reasons why it sounds so good as well in these aye, churches. Aye, the acoustics is insane. Aye. And just off the topic for music, the the restaurant in St. Luke's is fucking amazing as well. Aye, it's stunning, <laughs> the man. food's brilliant. It's like mad vehicles <laughs> hanging off the ceiling. And all aye. That. <laughs> aye. I, just, aye. I just used the toilet one time because we were waiting for Bill's tool store to work to open up. Went nipped in and used the toilet. What kind of vehicles? Is it a DeLorean? Get back to Tina Park, yeah, Davey? It's not going away for a while, is it? 1.21 gigawatts. Right, Scott. It still began with a T, so I don't mind. It's all in good jest. It's all in good jest. What about yourself, Jordan? Where's the best place you've played? It's probably Oran Moore, aye. Probably the best. Probably the best sound. The best sound. You go to a lot of these places, <laughs> and because the venue are paying the sound guy to do your music, you know, he's not actually your personal sound guy. You uh, rarely get the sound that you that you're actually wanting for a gig. So like King Touch and stuff like that. It's always quite you, underwhelming. Aye. So so what you you're in your head, you're thinking we're going to sound like this in there. You turn up and the sound guy can he. Aye, it just doesn't sound the way you envisage it. Sometimes, no other time. I find it a lot in a lot of venues that are kind of the lower end of Glasgow's music scene. The vocals struggle taking through a lot. I find that. It's just because people put their instruments up too too loud. Aye, hundred percent. Aye. And we're working, we're working on that majorly in the studio at the moment. Aye, I remember the perfect, the perfect sound. That's, that's, that's again, that's something that you, you all agree on rather than somebody going, no, I want, I want my drums to be heard or I want my bass. Or, no, <laughs> oh, you hear my drums, don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I did think when I was coming out of these studios it would have been like a, like a pad on it or something so it would be quieter, but it wasn't. No. Oh, no. No, no. Get my wee set of brushes. 
was probably audio. Oh, is that the West audio End? Audio is class, man. It's un- up the town, under one of the tunnels. Oh, right, okay. But, like, oh, I'm having a radio. <laughs> That's fucking that weird. was the first gig I had done. So I'd, I was playing Star Acoustic at the time, and then I hadn't played for a few years, and Jordan was playing in a band called Vices at the time, and they asked me to support them. And that kind of got me back into music and that, so that's... Right. Re- reignited the flame a wee bit. Right. He didn't gear up, but he just wasn't as passionate. Yeah. And I seen his seen his talent, and I just didn't think he should be wasting that. No. So well, he just got three years, and he got a good response, and he was brilliant that night. So that kicked off of there. Me and Kieran tried to go in the studios. Me and Kieran tried to go in the studios, but I kind of didn't want to uh, start again. So Kieran was coming in with like, new ideas and it like just kind of jamming. And I was just like, I don't want to, I just don't want to start again. <laughs> so we got, he ended up getting the, the two boys in, two guys that he knew. Well, didn't he know? No, I didn't know them either. That was a whole brand new thing as well. But was that, honestly, was that like, over the lie, I always knew I was going to be in this band. Did you? Really, aye. Did Inevitable you see when you first met the two, the two new guys to, to create this, the band that you're in now? Was it quite daunting, Keelan? Because your, your uh, acoustic stuff was really, really good, like, like really good. So you, you, you totally changed kind of the music you put out now. So coming up with two, band, two guys. I, I always wanted to be in the band. So I think like I'd, I'd been trying for ages to get people in to start something up. And then it just wasn't, it never ever came to anything. But then these two guys messaged me. And when we got in, it was good, man. It kind of just, it just worked. So it just, uh-huh. it just went for there. But then obviously... One thing later on, and uh, I don't mind going. Of course, we're, we're um, all the positive vibes in here, bro. Aye. Actually, they were good. Uh, oh, they were good. No, I don't know. I actually knew Scott before he joined right. So I got a random, I got a random message of uh, my pal Liam, uh, Liam, Liam Pollock. Can you know Pollock? Really? Do you know Liam Scott? No. Oh, no. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care any cunt up your way, man. The other. One of the no, other you know, you know, was there, so. I know I use. Hi. One of the other boys, Ross. He knew, he knew Liam. And they were. They've been in a band for a while, like Scott, Ross, and Andy. Uh-huh. So they were looking for a drummer. And Liam messaged me out the blue. Oh, my, my pal's. My pal's band's looking for a drummer. I just thought, fuck it. I actually, I was I hadn't played in a while and I was missing it. So I just thought, fuck it, I'll go for it. <laughs> I went to the studio, I think it, I went straight after work, I think. And Aye, it was like it straight after changed. work at night. I think the venue that changed into it as well last Aye. minute. Aye, because we got double booked that night. And honestly, like he'd sent me a couple of, of songs and stuff and it was good. So I was, I think I was going to make a, a good idea, but I was terrible. Was he so, so I was like that. Ah, right, 
give me give me another give me next week and I'll show you what I can actually do. So we got into the studio the week later and I think it just it just clicked for there. And we were just kind of jamming jamming songs, writing music. But my my work at the time, my roster was just horrendous and it was so difficult to work work run it and get the, the time to go in. So I just kinda I wanted to be honest and straightforward with them. But I just couldn't kinda commit to it. Uh-huh. Which was, it was it was annoying because I really enjoyed playing with them. I got a wee bit of passion in that. Believe, again. This opportunity came about. I thought literally uh, randomly messaged me just saying, I'm glad that you're you're behind the kit again. It's good to see you, like you're not wasting it. Uh-huh. And he said, probably jokingly, if you're ever looking for anybody that plays the keys, uh, give me a shout. And I said, well, we actually are. We actually are looking for somebody. That was me looking for a fucking reach around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got him in and offered him it after an hour. Aye. Aye. Brilliant. Aye. See, see, when you're, see when you're saying that there, like, um, how, how difficult it can be, obviously, if everybody's working as well and you're trying, you're trying to create something. What's the... How hard... Well, obviously, right now, it's probably... I'm not sure if you guys are still working just now or whatever, but this this situation that's going on just now might benefit you in a sense because you're getting familiar with each other. You're tr- starting to build something. 100%. How, how difficult is it when you go back to work and try to find time? Does that does that when it creates a bit, it becomes a bit more difficult to try and it's put difficult. content? It's difficult, but it's not impossible if you want aye, 100%. It. Aye, aye. It is difficult though because we're all yeah. working different times. I work in the airport. Right. I work in I work in security in the airport, so it's mostly twenty four hours. Yeah. You can work any any mad shift that you can think. <laughs> but now they've changed the kind of shift pattern, so I'm doing one twelve hour shifts and getting more time off. That's good. Aye. And it's it's just so much easier, and we can really kind of get in when we want at the mm-hmm. moment. And as I said, we're going for this week. Doring Scott's coming for air. It's like Aye. an hour and 15 minutes away. Scott, Scott, he's flamethrower. It's a fucking weapon, that's what I'm doing. What's your beard? Man, it's fucking, it's been burnt so many times, man. <laughs> Uh, but no, but no, that's, but this this is what Tess. You see, when you go back to normal life and and all the lockdowns all lifted, and Kieran's back working, David's back working, he's all he's all just your normal life. I'll test you, but I think he'll be fine. Like you said, oh, hundred percent. They're all showing the same sort of commitment level. He's all vibing off each other the same way, and uh, I'm buzzing on this song. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'd like to think we're all really committed. Ah, uh, be alright. We'll be fine. See, um, what, what's, what is the plans for the future then? Obviously, it's kind of unprecedented times just now. Live music, you can't really do just now and stuff like that. So, um, obviously, when, when we get this new update, that lockdown is going to be a bit relaxed, uh, relaxed a bit more, sorry. What, what is the plans for there? Is it just contacting venues and trying to get, get yourselves out there? And... We've already got, we're already booked to play two shows to close this year. Oh. Magic. They are depending on circumstances. Depending on circumstances. <laughs> government guidelines and that, then hopefully yeah. we'll go ahead. It's the goddamn government putting these down, man. It's the goddamn <laughs> government. It's Boris's fault. And, well, no, it's my fault. Fucking Thatcher. 
Who do you should put the venues? Well, been been booked for. I missed that there, Jordan. <coughs> you said? What did Jordan say there? <coughs> Is it seagulls? Is that, where's the seagulls coming from? Who's got seagulls in the house? <laughs> That's me, mate. Fucking love it to see. <laughs> And I'm in my I'm in my fucking garage, my man den, so they're literally on top of the roof. Aye, they're really loud. Okay, really I know they did my fucking tits in, man. <laughs> What's up? Two good venues. You've two got good venues. Right, two good venues lined up for the end of the year. We have another photo shoot booked. Nice. Obviously, because uh, Scott wasn't there the first time. Yeah. But the big man's got to put on his good shirt. Looking suave. And get some photos taken. The Gav's spare set of glasses on. Well, else have we got? obviously, we've got recording. Rehearsals. And then just fitting rehearsals into that. Brilliant. I think think when the when the venues aren't there, the best thing you can do is just release as much content as humanly possible, man. Record, like, write and record and do a video. Write, record, do a video. Is, man. We, there's we, no point. People. There's no point in releasing like, like albums and stuff like that. You may as well just spend the time to work in that one track that's absolutely class, and then you do a video for that, and then you work in the next one. You get you get a wee bit more kind of traction that way rather than writing five songs. One of them's absolutely class, and the other four are no quite as good as that one. Do you know what I mean? Uh, it's yeah. better to put all your focus into one at a time. I think. Especially when you've got the time as well. Good to have this time. Uh-huh. Aye. Especially for our situation, it's perfect. Nah, well, if you're if you're ever if you're ever struggling for a venue, you can always date for Davy's back cave. Looks all fancy, intimate in there. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you do that on the way. No, my room. I've brother's room for doing this. Now. <laughs> <laughs> appreciate the prep, David. Appreciate it. And use the back garden, but that's fine. <laughs> hey, well, any other questions, guys? Have we. No, the only thing I want to really see is hopefully um, when things start to get released a wee bit more, we can uh, get another podcast sorted with you guys and when things start to get properly rolling for you and maybe even date in the studio, we can get, do you know what I mean, something a bit more scenic. Definitely come back on if you invite us. Oh, 100% mate, open door as always. So, um, knock in. What's all the social medias people people can get you on? How do we find you? Yeah, we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Tinder. Tinder. <laughs> Getting a four for one deal. Tinder, plenty of fish. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. What, what about these? These have a YouTube channel or anything like that. He's on I YouTube. Right. right. So just arcade oh, state. The video is on Facebook, so as many people check it out as possible. Give us feedback. Yeah. We like feedback as well. Good or bad, just your honest opinion. Feedback me, I, I regardless yeah, if you good or bad. Right. Get the song played on Spotify. Uh, remember, I'm remember, responsible for at least 15 of these they plays, mate, so far. So, uh, Jordan, <laughs> you, Jordan, you genuinely like the song? I do actually genuinely like it. Aye, aye. We were listening. Kenny came up uh, yesterday or the day before. Um, I think it was the day the song released. Actually, wasn't it? It was Friday. It was. Aye. And we had a we had a couple of listens to it. Aye, and I like it. Really good. Just for taking the time to listen to it as well. Aye, class. Cheers to Jordan for being a, an FPL. Eh? Oh, there we go, yes, aye. One of the, one of the FPLs. <laughs> one of the original aye, OG. I think mentioned the whole podcast listener. 
He's number one. <laughs> Would you say that, mate? Your mum. Oh, my mum. Ah, she's number one. I know. My mum's yeah, number one. I'll, I'll number take one FPL. Easy. <laughs> right. Wrap it up here then, troops. Wrap it up. Good to go. Thank awesome, guys. Thanks very much. Cheers, mate. It's been a pleasure. Aye, class.